Hello and welcome to the Persephone program for April 30th, 2020. So we're kind of in the first quarter of this super intense year. And one of the things that has been coming up a lot is how to get through the anxiety, fear, um, negativity and other, you know, difficult emotions and mindsets that are coming up on us as we have to navigate this incredibly difficult time with the COVID-19 pandemic and the economic world falling apart and, you know, are we ever going to go back to work and do we have enough money and what if we don't pay the rent? I mean, there's so much going on and everybody is so fearful. And especially I've noticed the sensitives, which, you know, surround, you know, my social media and network of friends and, and, you know, they've, there's so much like intense, I guess, collective energy and especially collective fear and anxiety that those of you that are sensitive are picking it up. Now, if you are listening to this program, which obviously you are, you probably have some idea that there are invisible things in the world. That is things that you cannot necessarily experience with your five senses. Um, and sometimes those are different types of energies that can be, you know, perceived through, you know, experiences in your body or uh, experiences in your mind. And I'm going to tell you a little bit of how, what my philosophy on that is personally, and see if it resonates with you and how I've been able to navigate through um, real times of uh, difficulty, hardship, and trauma, and the uh, existential angst that is picking up on the energy of the time and or other people's energies and or other even energetic entities' energies. So I think that, um, you know, if any of this resonates with you, that you may want to use this. So as you guys know, my mother was my first metaphysical teacher. And um, when I was fairly young, I had a, a huge trauma, which I'm going to talk about fairly soon, but, um, I think that I mentioned it in my first, um, podcast, which was that I was raped and it was, um, it was a very emotionally, mentally and physically traumatic experience. And one of the things that it did was give me PTSD that I didn't recognize it. And I wasn't in traditional therapy, a therapeutic, you know, environment, but, um, my mother being the very untraditional person that she was, you know, recognized it as a nervous breakdown. And she gave me different types of, of visualization tools. And, um, the idea here is that <clears throat> when one is sensitive or when one goes through, it doesn't even matter whether you consider yourself to be sensitive or not, goes through an emotionally or mentally shocking experience there is a resonance in your own awareness that, you know, is 
you aren't safe, that is that is shocking and, and difficult. And it's often later that you have to process it. That results sometimes in what we call post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. But, um, you know, while you're going through something like, say, something like this, where you are actually inherently kind of safe, but there's so much potential for, um, you know, for illness or fear or destruction that, you know, it's your mind that is really, you know, the one that's kind of like attacking you, if you will. But regardless, when one goes through that, like there is like this resonance. It's like you pick up on the the trauma is still there even afterwards. The idea is for you to be able to acknowledge your trauma and release it and also protect yourself against picking up any kind of like invisible trauma. So here's some of the things that um, my mother taught me about. And she said that she, um, very untraditional to treat someone that actually had a real physical trauma herself with her own visualization techniques, but there she did. And what she did was she told me and she, and I've mentioned this in a few podcasts, she would say through almost gritted teeth, fight back, fight back. And the idea is that kind of like your negative thought form or even your trauma and your fear and the experience of it, like it is some form of an entity or energetic force that is still attacking you if you are still experiencing, you know, traumatic fear about it or, you know, a response and that it is essential for you to, to fight back against it. And, you know, again, there, you know, I am not a therapist. There are many different ways to deal with fear, anxiety, and trauma, but I have found personally as someone who has been through quite a bit, um, that it works fighting back. And so Remembering too that in a situation where the um, the invisible enemy, so to speak, you know, uh, isn't right in front of you, you can't fight it with like weapons like swords or you know <laughs> or knives. You have to fight it with your mind. And the idea here too is that if you want to be a powerful person, that you learn to. Focus and direct your conscious awareness and or intent into the field that you want to cultivate, okay? Where whatever you put your awareness on grows, okay? Your awareness is like the sun. In astrology, we call the sun your solar consciousness in your life. That is, it represents kind of your conscious awareness and where you're going in your life. That is your sun sign. And um, it isn't necessarily your mind that is represented by Mercury in astrology. So I would look at both using the light of the sun, the light of your conscious awareness, and the bent of your mind to focus your intention on what it is that you want, whatever that is in whatever situation that you are in. So one of the things that my mother always used to do was that she would tell me, surround yourself with white light, create a bubble of light around you. Talk to that light and tell that light that that bubble of light 
only allows that which is of your highest good to enter into your sphere, your auric body. That was like one of the very first things that I ever kind of learned from my mother because I used to have terrible anxiety as a child. I would be up all night long. I was so worried. I was so filled with fear uh, as a child. And, you know, visualizing what actually learning to use the power of my mind via visualization was one of the first things that I learned because I had terrible nightmares and I was always, you know, I was just filled with fear as a kid. And fortunately I had that and you know honestly practicing that it it works if you can't visualize a bubble of white light you can do what another um client friend has mentioned she uses the image of a cloak like the cloak of invisibility in harry potter over her as a a a cloak of white light and protection you can, you know, envision, say, like a lightsaber and draw a circle around your body. But using the idea of light and visualizing light to protect you from negative energy, to pr- protect you from negative thoughts, it works. You can also visualize yourself stepping into a a fire of light and letting that light, it's interesting, but letting that light protect you. I've been also working with the violet flame of St. Germain. It's kind of like a Reiki thing, but um, look into that as well. And these are the different types of things that you can begin to do, to use to shield yourself. Now, you know, ceremonial magicians and people that actually work with manipulating energy in some way must learn, number one, how to quiet the mind through meditation, and then how to to direct the mind to protect one energetically on an invisible realm. Whether you quote unquote believe in it or not, energy is real. I mean, there's all kinds of energy running around. Um, You know, look at all your wireless devices, you know. I mean, for God's sakes, like the, the disbelief in energy is ridiculous. It's there, okay? When you're waking up in the middle of the night, you're filled with anxiety about people getting sick, about you getting sick, about you dying, fight back. Imagine yourself in a bubble of light. Perhaps you wanna make it green or blue instead of white for healing, but that light is going to protect your energetic auric body. That light is going to relax you. That light is protecting you. That light is energy. Okay, and the color of it has a certain vibratory resonance in the realm of energy. So color is also really important. Okay, and you can use color and light to protect yourself at any time. Another thing that you can do is affirmations. You know, we must direct our mind in the same way that we must direct our life. I have a lot of people come to me and they're like, I'm unhappy, this isn't good, this isn't good. And they um, say that, you know, and I ask them, well, what do you want? You know, and they're like, I don't know. And I said, well, what would you like from me? You know, especially if I'm doing coaching, you know, I always ask them what their goals are. And they're like, well, I don't know, you need to tell me what to do or you need to tell me. And, you know, sometimes these are people who don't want to visualize their best life or who don't want to do some of those things. They're very 
scattered and dissipated. And to be honest with you, I feel like those people are disempowered. And so another thing that's happening right now is that this fear, this negativity that's like running rampant in the collective consciousness that we're all plugged into is kind of pulling energy from us, from our fear. And in that way, I say, fight back. And that kind of like, I believe that there is negative energy in the world and that negative energy can collect itself into, you know, a force, you know, it's like a dark force and that dark force feeds off of negative energy. And so the more that you feed into fear, anger, negativity, all of that, you're feeding that negative energy. So it's very important that you then fight back against negativity because the more that you direct your thoughts, your actions, and even your belief systems into um, focusing your energy on what it is that you truly desire, okay, that makes you feel free and happy. And oftentimes that certainly isn't negativity, which is of a very low vibration. It's not of the freedom vibration. It's not of the lightness vibration. And I'm not saying to be all love and light because that is not what this earth plane is about. But I'm saying that do not feed the fears. Do not fear the negativity, okay? Fight back. So another thing that you can do is affirmations. And if you get a reading from me, I'm usually giving you positive affirmations or affirmations to direct your mind in the, you know, in the arena that you need personally as shown by your astrological chart. But all of us need to fight back against negativity. So saying things like, you know, I saying your name, okay, because that's like a statement of power. And then saying, I am free of fear, saying I am safe and well, I am calm and balanced. I am expecting the best. Um, I am seeing a world of positivity. I am being released, <clears throat> whatever it is that, you know, you can think of and you can make these up. You don't need anyone to tell them to you. What do you need? What you cultivate is important. It's true that you have to acknowledge your fears first, right? Because also that which you resist persists. Dive deep into your own underworld. That leads me into what's going on with the retrogrades. On April 25th, we had Pluto retrograde and that is going to last for months and months. Um, Pluto will retrograde until October 4th. Okay. Now Pluto is a very slow moving planet and it's in late degree Capricorn. So unless you have super late degree, uh, cardinal signs, Capricorn, Aries, Cancer, <clears throat> uh, Libra, it isn't really going to affect you, um, this retrograde, but it's an opportunity for us to review maybe what we have lost and what we need to let go of in light of this new rebirth that's coming. And I also want to just really briefly say, we have a new paradigm change. I cannot stress this enough, that if we can just get through this, the light at the end of the tunnel is coming and it is a new world. And you know, as crazy as that sounds, it is. And some of the things that we're seeing now with the coronavirus, the, you know, the, the use of the internet, the, um, you know, the giving part, the we're all in this together, that are, that are, that's definitely some of the things that we're going to carry with us as, you know, some social distancing. And I think that, you know, we'll have some, uh, some new 
plans in place that will potentially protect us. But I also think that there may be a vaccine in the works this year. Um, so again, please, there is no need for you to worry about this becoming like definitively the new world order. What's really important for you to do is focus on what you want. You know, there have been a bazillion studies on say the power of prayer and the power of positive thinking, and it really does work. So focusing your energy on, you know, every day on saying affirmations is really, really important. Okay. So Pluto is like, what are we, what are we destroying? What is being destroyed and how necessary that is. Everything will be recycled. Nothing truly dies. Energy has never, energy cannot be annihilated. And we are pure energy at our source. It is only, uh, change and transference and emergent states that we fear. But again, although we haven't any definitive way of measuring that in terms of human life, I truly think, um, as do almost every world religion and spiritual uh, path, that there is no tr- there is no death. There is only the recycling of the body. Anyway, in that way, what are we? What is dying in our world, and what is being recycled? That is what we need to review during this Pluto retrograde. We have Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, Venus, Mercury retrograde all summer. Okay, and um, I mentioned that I am going to do a workshop with Brooke Albrigo on a deep dive into each one of the planets retrogrades, a kind of a workshop, a healing for you to go into this and really learn how to. Um, you know, face and pull in, you know, your own shadow and underworld. So Saturn's retrograde will also look at, um, Saturn and Pluto's retrograde will look at some of the um, the power uh, structures, the, um, you know, the issues that we have put in place, um, stay at home, don't stay at home, what things keep us safe, um, you know, and also our economy, um, you know, that type of thing. And, you know, this summer, as I said, it's going to be sleepy. You know, we'll definitely get some back, you know, to business, but it won't be full probably till I think after October. Jupiter will retrograde from, um, I'm sorry, Saturn retrogrades May 10th. So we have Pluto retrograde April 25th, Saturn retrograde May 10th, Jupiter retrograde May 14th, Venus retrograde May 13th, and Mercury um, retrograde in Cancer, June 17th. So <clears throat> Venus retrograde in Gemini will be a lot about obviously relationships and the choices that we make that make up our relationships. It will mean a relational review, both with yourself and anyone else that you're having a relationship with. Are you getting your needs met? What do you need to get your needs met? These types of themes will come up and you will be required to go down deep into your own inner self, your own underworld, in order for you to pull out um, some of the information that has been hidden from your conscious self or that you've kind of like decided you don't want to access. For instance, Um, you know, issues of unfairness or issues of rage, you need to go down and listen to what it is that you need. We all need to adjust and readjust in our lives 
consistently. And that includes how we relate to our intimates and how we relate to our friends and what it is that we really truly need and how we want to relate. And so that's what this Venus in Gemini is going to give us. It's a really wonderful opportunity. And so figuring out what you want and then focusing your energy on that will give you magical powers, you know, of um, getting through, getting through, okay? Saturn too, you know what? You gotta face your fears. It's the only way to overcome a phobia, a bully, you know? Because I think that, you know, a negative mindset is kind of like a psychic bully, right? We're like constantly being haunted by this energetic bully and we have to face up to it. It's the only way. And we can do it by chanting our magical affirmations, our magical words. And I'm going to give you one very special one that came from my mom's spirit guide and it is Asana Marana. I feel very strongly that this needs to be given to everyone. Asana Marana. Okay. Keep chanting it. It's power. Okay. Not power against other people, but it allows energetic channels to open up so that you feel your own personal power. Okay. Personal power. Asana Marana. Asana Marana. A shield against the darkness right now. Okay. So my gift to you, well, it's not really from, it's kind of from me. It's from my mom's spirit guide, Rath Sheba. Um, so this is how we get through one step at a time, but also, um, molding our minds, molding our thoughts, shielding ourselves energetically from the darkness. I also want to mention that, you know, thoughts, energetic thoughts and thought forms have a gravitational pull to them. Okay. And so if you ever notice that like you know, individuals and people and their own ideas actually have a force around them, including, you know, it's kind of like gravity. So the more energy you put into creating a force that is nurturing and nourishing, even if it maybe includes something that you would consider to be somewhat negative, like, you know, um, we need to recycle because we need, we are caretakers of the earth or we are caretakers of animals and all plants and things because we are conscious. So in that sense, there is some, you know, some sense of like morality there. But remember that that whole idea has gravitational force to it. But I would also say that having a sense of love and compassion and cultivating that even while you're fighting back against the dark forces is necessary and important. So as we go down into reviewing the past, okay, which is what happens with retrograde planets, reviewing what has fallen apart through Pluto and Capricorn, reviewing what has come to a certain kind of form of justice or or not with Jupiter, what has um, what has been constricted with Saturn. Remember, Saturn and Jupiter are our social planets, and so all of our fun and our social connection, um, you know, is represented in astrology by Jupiter, and our structures in general, like our economic structure, our governmental structure, our schools, all of that. Um, also by Saturn. And so these two planets 
have been, you know, affected very deeply also by Pluto's, you know, kind of wrecking ball. And it's really important that we get this kind of summer to kind of review everything that's happened. That's the retrograde. A retrograde isn't like more disaster. You know, it's like review. It is revise. It is going down into your own internal self. So there'll be more navel gazing. There'll be more having to face yourself. And I also want to mention that you do have to do a lot of this work yourself on yourself. But of course, there are ways, there are connections that we make. We're, we're interdependent for a reason. We're not supposed to be here by yourself. And so, you know, listening to the ways other people have gone, you know, gotten through things is really important. Um, you can survive what you think you can't. First, by facing and acknowledging it, you know, and that that which we, per, you know, resist persists. You have to face it, number one. And then you have to listen to it with love and compassion. If you're unhappy, there's a reason and it only will come from you. It could be that you have a certain mindset. I find that the most negative people, the people that, you know, walk around saying like, I don't believe in anything that I can't see and I am you know, uh, an atheist and I am a blah, blah, blah. These people are highly idealistic and they have somehow been disappointed by the universe, by God. And so they're fighting back with this like very sort of, you know, mechanistic materialist, you know, philosophy, like honestly, like anyone cares, but, um, they're making themselves miserable is what I'm saying. Don't make yourself miserable. Okay. You have the power to fight back. You have the power to survive what you think you can't. And the first thing is acknowledgement. The second thing is adjustment. I use the analogy of sailing a lot in my readings, meaning that like you're the captain of your own ship, boys and girls. And, you know, if you uh, acknowledge that and you understand that you are the one that is you know, steering or navigating your boat in the direction that you desire, that you are waiting and watching for the weather, okay? Because that is, that's what we talk about with astrology is like what's happening energetically in the world and um, what is arising, okay? So you can make things arise with your own thoughts and intentions. That is magic, okay? And then you also are cooperating with that which is arising, which is what we call mundane astrology, the, the transiting planets, the energies that you have to work with. That's why also I love to use the serenity prayer, not really an AA person, although it does work. Um, I know that it does, but you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Super important, okay? So... Pluto is going to give us a chance to review our structures over the summer. Saturn's going to give us a chance to look at how we have isolated ourselves and the different types of restrictions that we've put on our and want to put on our society. Jupiter's going to look at the way that we have put uh, a damper on our fun and let us review that. And Venus is going to look at like, how are we getting our needs met? How are we relating both to ourselves and other people? Can we adjust that? And then Mercury is our thoughts, our mind. We have an opportunity to look at that as well. We also have 
eclipses coming up, but I will give you a lot more information on that as we come closer to it. And we have this like pretty intense full moon coming up. Um, it is a Scorpio full moon. There is only usually one a year and they're always intense. The, Tor the Taurus Scorpio um, axis is really, you know, intense. And so I'm going to write about that and I'm going to give you guys some affirmations for your son and ascendant. But before I leave you, I want to give you guys some fuel for your astrological signs, okay? Some options for you. So I'm going to kind of go through the zodiac and just throw out some ideas here for you to fight back, okay? So for Aries and Aries Ascendant, I think that it is very important that you tune in to your inner badass and that you don't attack others, but that you realize that you have the power to give to yourself the things that you want. You are never a victim and you never will be, okay? You are a leader, a pioneer, okay? You can do the things that you want to do. And remember that you know, what you desire is also desiring you like a gravitational force. So don't be afraid of facing your fears and moving forward. Okay. With Chiron right now in Aries, it's really important that you learn to put yourself first in a really healthy way. Not being selfish, not being a selfish, arrogant Aries asshole, but in being a true warrior for yourself, having love and compassion in your heart for you and the way that you need to be free and that you need to inspire and lead others, okay? For Taurus, you're going through so much change right now with Uranus in your sign. And if you are late degree Taurus, ascendant or sun, it's, you know, or even moon, it's going to come. Change is coming. So whether you like it or not, a whole new life is here. It's like a whole new world. You know, I, it's, it's pretty amazing. And what you need to understand too is that it's okay to change and that you can still cultivate the beauty and the peace and the richness of who you are, but in a new way. Because what you thought you were is in the process of becoming free you are going to be able to throw off a lot of your old neuroses. And so right now, focusing your intention, focusing your mind through this difficult time on peace and happiness and joy, and also letting go. Being free is a really important component for you. And one of the things that you have to offer is your beauty and your grace and your peace. Um, but bring beauty, grace, and peace into the idea of being free. Okay. For Gemini, we've got a Venus retrograde in your sign, um, Gemini or Gemini ascendant. So it's really important that you look into how you are communicating with yourself and others. Are you telling yourself two things at once? Are you dissipating your energy by letting it bleed out into fear, into negativity? Time for you to go down into your own underworld of ideas and thoughts and bring back that pearl of wisdom, which is that you are in control of your ship. You know, true freedom comes from having choices and a variety of them. And so it is necessary for us to have that. And so even though sometimes you have a whole bunch of different ideas in your head and sometimes it takes you down you know, different types of pathways that may seem a little bit scary. You know, having a monkey mind isn't always easy, you know. You have uh, 
a lot of, um, let's just say like different voices in your head. But remember, you can control that. What's amazing about you is your ability to make connections, okay? Make connections that work for you. Choose and discriminate, all right? Um, so for cancer, we have a Mercury in cancer retrograde. And of course, we have all those Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter in opposition to you in Capricorn. It's also really important that you too learn to pull your energy in and look at how you are either giving your energy away or thinking about yourself in negative ways um, or, you know, letting your emotions bleed out into the world too much. Like pull yourself into your beautiful little crabby shell and think about your thoughts. Think about your emotions. Like, Make sure that you are cultivating um, love, compassion, and peace for yourself too, okay? Love, compassion, and peace, even as the world falls apart, even as you may have lost your job or people in your life. Remember, you're still here, okay? And you can control your environment. For Leo, we have um, an opportunity, you know, kind of for you with Uranus and Taurus too, kind of square your sign. And the new Saturn-Jupiter um, conjunction coming up in December, you know, it's like kind of like a little bit of a waiting period for you, but I see a new day dawning for Leos and especially Leo ascendant, um, where there's a whole new way of you getting your needs met and a whole new way of you learning to relate to other people. So if you have, um, been settling, it's time to not settle anymore. You don't need to settle. You don't need to settle for someone who like, you think love and adores you, but you're not getting your needs met type thing. You're a badass. You're amazing. Go get creative. Make somebody happy with your music or your art or just your presence. Okay. Because you are the sun in our solar system. Virgos. Oh, sweet Virgos. Um, very important also, you know, for you guys to continue to cultivate your powers of immense discrimination, your ability to separate the wheat from the chaff. Um, you know, we need you. We need you to stay healthy. We need you to stay, um, uh, you know, peaceful in many ways too. So it's important for you to, um, you know, understand that you are always very needed. We know we need you to organize us. We need you to give us that checklist, but don't get lost in your own, checklist world where you're just like check 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 it's time for you also to go within and look at your own self and what is driving you and what it is that you want and focus your you know efficient service oriented attention on what you want so creative visualization important for you and then libra um you know everything isn't perfect and beautiful right now and that is hurting libra and libra you know just giving yourself the opportunity to um, accept the things you cannot, you know, change is uh, really, really important for you. So you do make everything beautiful for everyone, but you have to sort of pull your energy in a little bit right now and take care on just just controlling your own environment, your own mind, your own immediate environment. You know, um, that is all that you can do right now. And so I would suggest that you do it for the next, for over the summer, okay? Working on, you know, making your home, your own inner relationship with yourself and your immediate circle beautiful. 
So with Scorpio, um, you know, a boundaries, boundaries, boundaries too, a Scorpio and making sure that you are not, you know, you're very sensitive and sometimes you do, uh, like kind of like Aries, because remember that Mars is the original ruler of Scorpio. You will like attack if you feel in any way, shape or form that you are being, you know, hurt. And, um, it's really important that you pull yourself in and practice some, you know, affirmations. And, um, I also recently gave the solar breath exercise to a Scorpio. So, um, the fourfold solar breath, breathing into the count of four, holding to the count of four, out to the four space four. And then also, um, imagining and envisioning the sun, the sun's solar rays, and then breathing the sun in, letting it circulate through your body and breathing it out into your auric field, empowering you, empowering you. So you need to feel empowered. It's okay. Get rid of any parasitic or negative thought form with affirmations and the solar breath and making sure that you are constantly, uh, you know, understanding that you cannot control everything. Okay. You can only control that, which you can control, which usually is your own psyche and your own thoughts and deeds with Sagittarius. Um, you know, <laughs> Sagittarius are like, what is going on? This is all so heavy and I don't like it. So for Sag, things will be easier next year. But meanwhile, you need to get through this year and this retrograde summer. So my suggestion would be because the retrogrades are, you know, mostly in, well, they're in earth and water and, um, air. So, you know, there isn't a lot of fire, so it's not going to be tons of fun, but you can do it, you know, hang out, think positive thoughts, um, read, uh, travel in your mind, you know, enjoy, not doing that much physically, but doing more in your mind. Develop new avenues for spiritual and mental growth. That's what Sag needs to do, okay? Um, which they're good at, but really kind of like discipline yourself a little bit to go in and listen to your inner call of um, developing a spiritual practice <clears throat> of some form, even if it is the practice of appreciating nature. So... I would also say that, um, you know, all the fire signs, this isn't a real fiery time. So they're going to be a little bit dampened, um, by this heavy earth. And so just keep that, keep that inner flame burning. Um, Capricorn, you know, your entire life has been changing over the course of many, many years. Okay. And it hasn't, it's been a while. So you kind of have gotten fairly good at rolling with the punches, so to speak. This is, this is this last year is the culminating force. But for now, you're going to have to deal with um, developing, again, <clears throat> positive rituals that allow you to learn how to gracefully emerge, you know, your butterfly self into the future. Okay. So if you have Capricorn ascendant or Capricorn sun, especially late degree, you're being hit by a shit ton of planets. But again, it's been going on for a while it is kind of almost over. And by the time November rolls around, things are going to be look a lot different, but you have to get from here to there. Okay. And how you do it, cultivating patience, <clears throat> cultivating a positive mindset, fighting back, use affirmations. You are strong beyond belief and you are here to make the spiritual material and to make the material spiritual. And so cultivate that. 
move into your ability to use, I would use like plant spirit medicine, you know, use herbs, use the sensual world to help yourself. Like Taurus, I want to mention if you're Taurus still listening, um, you know, scent, uh, flower essences. These are the types of things that you need to use to get through this because by the end of all of this, you are going to be one unshakable badass, okay? Aquarius is like, you know, come join the party. Um, your world, your whole new world is coming. You know, Jupiter and Saturn are going to conjunct in your sign in December. And again, until then, you have to cultivate patience. You have to cultivate positive mindset. I would work specifically on thought forms. Um, you are an air sign. You are a fixed air sign too. So sometimes you can get into a negative mindset. You don't want that or try and make everything logical or mechanistic. Magic is afoot. Practice magic. Okay. You're magical and your time is coming. And Pisces, you know, you're so darling and sweet, but you are actually stronger than you know. You do contain multitudes and you can fight back. Creating an affirmation and especially a visualization process and not just allowing yourself to drift and dream and have negative thought forms or entities attack you, protect yourself against them, okay? Use some of the techniques, all right? You're powerful and you're amazing and you're creative. Also, stop procrastinating, letting your energy dissipate and go do some art or go get creative. Okay, Pisces, tired of hearing the bullshit. <laughs> okay. All right. I know you're sensitive and I know you can do this. Go make some art, go focus and channel your energy and fight back. All right. You're beautiful. Okay. So here's me babbling on about this is how. There's also a great book, um, called This Is How, Surviving What You Think You Can't by Augustine Burroughs, the running with scissors guy. So funny, um, really hilarious. And if you're feeling, you know, kind of tough and depressed, like reading it is just, ugh, it's like bomb for the soul. Um, I'm here for you and I am sending energetic Reiki to every single person that is listening to this power, faith, hope, optimism, trust. You got this. I'm here with you. If you need assistance or help, um, you know, visit me. I will give you a reading for 75 bucks with great affirmations, um, you know, or create some of your own. And I would love to hear back from you. Uh, what are you doing to fight back? You need to empower yourself. What if the world isn't just here for us, but we're here for the world? What if part of your reason for living and being here is to fight back, is to direct your energy and attention on what it is that you desire and to go for that. Because what if you're actually building the world? What if that which is arising is being arisen by you? Think about it. Love you guys. Mwah. Thanks for listening.